Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing company for fashion, home, and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in a digital age, and of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark, and in this week's episode, we have Shesti Hobel, CEO at the beloved Norwegian retail chain Nille. Shesti has a really impressive background when it comes to turning around companies from crisis to success. She will share her best advice on how to navigate uncertain times and what she thinks is critical for companies to succeed from a leadership perspective. We will also uncover the secrets of understanding people's motivation, how to build pride and increase commitment and results in an organization. Something that Shesti thinks is key if you want to secure success, both in the short and the long term. Hi, Shesti, and big welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, and thank you for your invitation. It's a pleasure to have you here. So... Before we start, can you tell us a bit about yourself, your background, and your role at Nille? Yeah, I have been the CEO of Nille since uh, October 2018, and it's been a turnaround case, uh, now owned by the largest bank in Norway, DNB, uh, because uh, the company was technically bankrupt in 2018. And before that, I had several others uh, position as CEO in turnarounds in uh, retail in Norway. And I've also been uh, working in DMB for several years as a leader uh, in um, a manager there. So uh, I like the, the way retail is working. I like the uh, speed and I like uh, that you have to act fast and uh, really implement things. Uh, quickly to uh, not lose uh, <laughs> your position. For sure, especially nowadays, I can imagine. Yeah. You have a truly impressive track record when it comes to turning companies from crisis to success, basically. And right now, many companies out there are facing tough times. So based on your experience... What's your best advice to this company to for making these successful turnarounds? I think it starts and it ends with the people in the company. Uh, and what I see as a common situation often in turnarounds is that the people working there, good people, clever people, dedicated and motivated people, but they don't know the goal. Where is we going and where? what are we achieving here? And if you don't have a goal to go for and fight for and stand up for, you don't know really which way to use uh, all the power you have in the company. And people will often struggle in their own ways and position themselves. Instead of helping each other, they will fight for their own position and maybe just sit and look that your colleague is not doing very well and you're not helping because... Perhaps my colleague is the one who is going to leave the company and not me. And if the fear in the company is moving around and people are not uh, feeling safe, they cannot, uh, you know, your head is working like if you if you feel safe and you feel 
I know where the, the, we are heading, then you can um, focus on what you are going and what you are working with. So often in these companies, the people are demotivated and they are frustrated. And if you can set up the goal and point out what we are going to achieve in the uh, short uh, time and in the longer time, it very much is done by that. But of course, you also have to work with your projects and your consumer and so on. But the people who is making the results for the company, they are the most important value you have. Yeah. Do you have any concrete examples of um, how you have done this at Nile, for example? Yeah, for example, one thing we had to start with was the assortment. We only sell our own products, which we uh, uh, our, our assortment group is uh, pointing out, and we are designing the, our products ourselves. But I didn't know which way to head, what are the main uh, things we are focusing on, where are the consumer in Norway going, what are they wanting to buy, and at what which prices. So when you don't know... Are we having more uh, uh, cups and so on? Or are we selling more candles? So what what should we focus on? When they don't know that, they don't know which way to head. And then everything was just a big mess of things to sell and no plan. And uh, that's a very, very bad way. You don't have a roadmap to follow exactly. So we started with assortments and to point out which way, way we were heading. And then everybody knew what they should focus on. And then it goes very quickly from being a totally chaos to be, uh, what should I say, a straight uh, way to follow. And everybody is following the same map, roadmap. And that's, uh, I think that's one of the key things to focus on. Yeah, clarity is super important. I heard a formula that clarity plus energy creates engagement in a company. (laughs) So I guess that's on the same track. Yeah, and uh, it's also very important with uh, enough information so that everybody knows how is things really going. Are my work safe? Can I f- stop thinking about that maybe I'm losing my work job? I can just focus on how to do it best and to achieve best results. So our mindset is very important for what we can achieve together in a company. Definitely. When it comes to the situation right now uh, in 2023, what do you think companies should do to, if, you, if we both think in the short term to secure success, but also in the long term, what are your best advice? Well, the one thing uh, we just have to focus on, unfortunately, is uh, the cost control. We uh, take down the cost now because it's a really tough times and it's uh, Still, it's uh, difficult with uh, the Norwegian crown is very weak and uh, the freight cost is very high and uh, producing things uh, is more uh, costly now than it ever had been. And at the same time, our customer is unsure on the future and how it will be if they will lose their jobs or uh, it's been so costly to live. The expenses has been so much higher. So we have to have very good cost control. But at the same time, we have to work with innovation in this company because things will be different in the future. And we uh, we will have to work with how is the customer uh, behavior uh, going to be in the next two to 
four or five years. What are, are the trends? What are people concerned about? Uh, sustainability, of course, it's a main reason in, in uh, to be in everything we do, but also innovation in everything in the company. Because if we don't innovate, we will not uh, be meeting what your uh, expectations will be in two to four years. So we can't let the bad times now stop us from uh, heading forward and thinking forward. Because then I think you will actually lose. Definitely. Yeah, it's dangerous to to sit back too much and just fear for yeah. the just trying to see the opportunities instead of just the challenges, even though it can be a challenge in itself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that things are changing rapidly and consumer demands are changing rapidly. In your role and at your company, how do you make sure that you stay on top of these new developments and trends and meet your consumers? in their preferred channels and on their terms, but still keep your brand image and your market position so that you don't sway away too much. Yeah, I think it's uh, you have to be uh, true to what you, you know, what Nilde is for the Norwegian customers. Uh, doesn't have to be Nilde. You have to be true to what you are and what you are standing for. And, and you have to deliver on what you are saying, what you are delivering, you know. But you have also need to give, for example, for us, give more and more inspiration to give more leads to the customers to what you can find in the shops that you perhaps did not expect to find, or we that we always are getting new categories that will be in the trends that we see from facts we are getting all the time. So we have to be innovate in assortment and we had all we also have to work very much with the, how the consumer find our shops so we invest a lot in the shops and in the people working in the shops to meet you as a customer on the right way and that you can find more than you expected in our shops because i think that's the clue that you can go treasury hunting in the shops and find more than you really thought you should find yeah and that's also As we talked about the people, as you said, it's so important also in the store, of course, that's part of the experience. And I think in the future, as um, as retail is evolving, they, we are more and more looking for experiences rather mm -hmm. than just go buying things we want. Yeah. We have so high demands on, on everything today. Yeah, and I think that is, uh, if, if we are saying that physical shopping is... Uh, should survive, uh, you have to go, when you're going out in an illustration shop, you, you expect to find inspiration how to make a, a, a birthday party or having friends, um, inviting friends. So we have to deliver uh, more than you expect and we have to have um, an assortment that is making the people there also proud because Being proud of working a place is something I think is really important. And uh, in 2018, when it was almost uh, bankrupt, people weren't actually proud of working there because it was uh, low price, low end, dirty shops. The assortment was not good. And of course, when you go into a store, then you will not you will meet people who just go into work to have a workplace to go to, not that they are 
they, they are looking forward to be there and, and meeting the customers. So we have been working very much with that, that you can feel you're proud. We are we are working very much with the culture and our values in Nila and our promise to the customers that we, we are delivering what we are saying we should deliver for you as a customer. I think if you don't have that uh, in the bottom, you will not uh, uh, over years make, manage to deliver good results. Definitely. It's really connected to to the results and to the to the bottom line in the end. So it's common to think about the people side of things as soft factors, as we talked about before the recording, but it really isn't because it's so connected. For us as customers now, but you know, when, uh, when the malls were coming to Norway in 1995, it was uh, exciting to go to. Nobody thinks it's exciting to go to. Uh, <laughs> you are going there because you need something or you have planned to buy something. In Nille, yeah. we, are, we are selling very much on uh, uh, that you get inspiration just by passing through uh, the shop. So we have to be giving very much inspiration. You have to feel especially for women, that you can go treasury hunting and find some nice things that isn't very costly. It's uh, value for money and it gives you a pleasure and you really feel that you something you can need and something you can use uh, at your home. So on that, that battle of uh, convincing the consumer is uh, happening every day, every hour, in every store. And we have over... 300 stores in Norway, so we have to be good in every single little thing to get this uh, to come true every day. And I think that if you, we have to make our, our employees that they have to find it a motivation to go to work beyond that it's just a job. It has to be something more there. And that's, yeah. uh, that's a challenging thing to, to achieve, but it's, uh, I think, in the end, working very hardly and having very much focus on it, uh, it's a thing that we uh, managed to achieve. And that gives us also results, and that's good. Yeah. Do you have any examples there as well, what you have done to, you'd mentioned that um, nicer stores and uh, those basic things, but do you have any more examples of how to create this pride and commitment among your employees? One good example is, uh, for example, um, we have a store in Lagoon, which is a big mall in Bergen, uh, and the store was very small, <laughs> very difficult to work in because we have an assortment who is quite big with many categories. Luckily, we could get a bigger uh, space, more space for the store by moving it a bit in uh, in the mall and getting a new shop. Uh, with new furniture, the same assortment, the same goods in uh, the shop, um, we managed to almost double uh, the sales uh, from one day to another. Because you could, wow. yeah, and, and that is coming because the people working in the in the lagoon they felt very pride in getting a shop that actually could they could expose the uh, assortment in another way, and they could yeah. getting a new home house or Refresh, refreshing your house so they feel another pride in working there and that is a good way that achieves positive results for in every um, lead uh, in uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's really concrete that's great so finally with all your experience in retail 
if we look into the future, what do you think will be the most prominent retail trend this year or the coming time? Yeah, I think it's to be um, relevant to have an assortment that uh, really are focusing on uh, innovation and uh, what the trends are going for, uh, that you are um, aware of uh, the importance of uh, taking sustainability and where you are shopping your goods from. Uh, like in Lille, we have um, taking all our big candles are not produced in Asia anymore. They are produced in Norway. Uh, actually, on the last uh, fabric, who is producing candles in Norway? Wow! We're proud of that because that's a short way to uh, send out the goods, and uh, yeah, it's a good quality on the stuff as well. So I think to be aware of where the company is heading and follow that roadmap as we were talking about uh, in the start, and have the goals very clearly and few goals goals that is easy to understand and to gather around. I think that's uh, together with a good culture in the company, which is open-minded, which is uh, taking innovation uh, seriously and letting people grow in their roles. I think that's the main important characters for, for a company in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's, Really great. And I um, I look forward to seeing Nille on more markets in the future so that we also can go shopping for, yeah, for your assortment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sashti, for taking your time and sharing your insights. It was really interesting to hear. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you all for joining us for this week's episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. And remember, as always, the content doesn't end here. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, what's up on the consumer marketing scene, and of course, all things influencer marketing, make sure you follow us on our social platforms, which you'll find at Cure Media.